Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. girl d scott today is manic monday november 30th 2015 and i see that jahari has tuned in what a time to be alive so basically um we are having this show tonight and i say we as me and my um consorts and basically tonight's show is about girl code 101 because there seems to have been some sort of misconception about how things should be done and what is girl code and what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and the reasons why. And so for example, you know, we um we have um you know, little situations that arise, like for example in the uh in tonight's in the promotional field I put tonight's show is um based on girl code. Is it okay to sleep with your friend's baby daddy while in another country on vacation and you just so happen to run into him? The answer is no. Okay? Is it okay for you to date my seventh grade boyfriend and we're forty years old right now? The answer is fucking no. I don't give a fuck if he is married and remarried and he became single and that was the love of your life. No, I liked him in the seventh grade. You are not allowed to touch him. Is it okay for you to see your homegirl's boyfriend doing shady shit and you keep it a secret? The answer is fucking no. You're supposed to blow up the spot so that that motherfucker doesn't think that he has an ally in you and knows like, fuck, I have to be more careful. Or how about I just don't cheat on my girl? Okay. Is it okay for you to withhold information from a friend because you value another person's friendship and he just so happens to have a the answer is fucking no. A lot of you women get out there and you be thinking that these dudes are your fucking friends. They're not your fucking friends. The only thing that you and a dude have in common is a secret or a, or a fucking future. It's one or the other. Okay? So if you feel like you can't tell me, like one of the things that I, and, and I promised my 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 guy that I was not, going to go to fuck off today because he listened to the show last week and contrary to popular belief I move on relatively quickly because when I feel like something is not for me it's not for me there's no need to continue to you know rag on about it there's no need to do that and so basically um, I feel like you know 
people get shit confused just because I don't post my loves and I don't post them because it's private to me. If it's become public, that means it's no longer fucking private to me and I don't give a fuck. So I'm glad that Jahari is listening because I meant to have a conversation with her the other day when she, you know, when I talked to her on Thanksgiving and I found out all this crazy shit that was going on with a former situation of mine, but out of respect for the man that I like right now and that we're trying to grow things, I'm not going to talk about that. What I am going to talk about is my mental health. And what I am going to talk about is the fact that a lot of people give me a lot of slack for eating people's faces off and quote unquote doing this. And even my guy was like, you know, you be going hard on motherfuckers. And, you know, I had to, you know, explain to him, no, he's like, cause you was yelling at him, like how you yell at me and, you know, shit like that. And I don't yell at him because he don't do shit that warrants me to do that. Cause he fucking knows better. He has guy code 101 and girl code 101, and we're fucking grown. So I'm glad that Jahari is listening because what a lot of people don't understand is that I'm loyal to the soil. And so what that means to me is that if you don't like that bitch, I don't like her either, right? If I like a motherfucker, then guess what? You you can like him too. And I know that that sounds like some drone type shit, but at the end of the day, I don't need to prove my friendship to anybody because the proof is in the pudding, Right. So if you come to me, your secrets are safe with me, you know, and that and that's one of the things that I love about Shan, because Shan will let you figure shit out on her own. She doesn't she doesn't play sides. But in the end, when it came down to it, Shan said, you know, this person over here, the gentleman that we're speaking about is not Denise. So he got to go. You know, so at the end of the day, we can all be cool, we can all be friends, but, and I'm not saying that anybody has to choose, but what I am saying is that when you neglect to tell me things, what you don't understand is that things become dangerous, you know, and, and especially coming from a situation that I've been in where I had somebody almost assassinate me, where what a lot of people don't understand is that I keep my loves very private. So, no, let me let me just say this for the record. I don't speak ill about my loves. The only one that I spoke ill about was the one from last week, and that's because the offense was against my son. It wasn't against me, much like when we were watching Amber on Love and Hip Hop, you know, talk about, you know, the Miles and Milan situation where she was like, you know, my 12-year-old daughter, this is the only man that she's known. That's the only man that my son, as far as he can remember, has ever met. So I have issue with him because of my son. If that man from Detroit came right now and said, you know what? Fuck you, Denise. It's not about you. I just wanted to say, you know, what's up to Boom or see how he was doing or, you know, I sent him a book or I bought a copy of his book or, you know, something to the effect where it was him and him. Because what y'all don't understand is that my son is not around a dude ever. And so it's because of that that my son has certain feelings. So, you know, when it comes to my beloveds, that's the only one that I really talk bad about. So, yes, I get hurt like everybody else, but Girl Code allows me to have that time. But what Girl Code does not allow, Girl Code does not allow you to go and in any situation think it's okay for another motherfucker to talk about me and you don't say anything about it. Don't tell me what they said about me. Tell me why they felt comfortable to say it to you, okay? Because my people don't come to me and talk about my people because they already know. I'm be like, well, shit, call that motherfucker right now then. I don't play them types of games, and I think that's why I'm so enamored with the situation that I'm in now because it's it's like – Dating someone that is in the same, um, like, gang. It's like dating someone that's, like, in the same, no, in the same genre. There's just certain shit that you don't do. So 
what people don't understand about me is that I am at easily at any time swayed. Okay, so certain things can change my mood. I'm an empath, which means that, no, I can't watch certain shows. No, I can't see certain shit, especially when it has to do with innocence or with children. I can't watch it. I can't do it. I'll sit up and watch some serial killer shit all goddamn day and murders and gutting, you know, animals and shit like that. But when it comes to innocence and love to me is innocence. So when you take something that was innocent, that may have been none of your fucking business. And you go because you are selfish and you wanted an answer to something because you are selfish. Instead of rule number one, okay, rule number one in Girl Code Book, and I said this in my book, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess, available on Amazon and Kindle. That's one of my six books that I've written. Rule number one as a woman, don't be a whore. I don't give a fuck if that motherfucker fucked your mama, your sister, your uncle's cousin, all of that shit. As a woman, your job is to always be a lady. You will never, ever, ever, I don't give a fuck how bad it gets in the streets. Nobody will ever, nobody could ever come to me and tell me about me. Nobody could ever go to Sherry and tell her about none of her kids. She knew what kind of kids she had. She raised us that way. Nobody could ever come to me and tell me that nothing that my son did because I already know. So when it comes to me, and when it comes to my beloved, what's mine is mine, and then that's it. There is no – I'm, I'm like the little kid that goes around licking all the M&Ms so you can't have none. If I lick that motherfucker, if I touched it, it's mine. You can't have it, which is why me and my editor, we always laugh because he'll tell me, Denise, you know you can't touch this motherfucker because you know if you touch this motherfucker over here, y'all going to end up in a relationship. And you don't, you know what I'm saying? He'll tell me, like, this is not the kind of guy that you could do that with or this is not the kind of guy that you want to be sitting down and – having a history with. So long story short of it, I get some bad news on Thanksgiving. What a lot of people don't understand is that I don't have parents anymore, you know, so I don't have parents. Don't nobody give a fuck about me, right? So I don't have a mother. I don't have a father. My father's been deceased now 15 years. My mother is going on three years. So I'm the matriarch. So I'm the one that when everybody's going to Big Mama's house, I am Big Mama. I'm the one that's cooking, you know, the turkey and the collard greens and the goddamn mac and cheese. And my brother's bringing over the sweet potato pies and the smells through the house. And, you know, I'm cutting up, you know, 4,000 pounds of fucking yams to make candy yams. So for me to get news that somebody that I considered, you know, hypothetically, you know, was a friend of mine. Or for me to get any bad news on that day, I felt like the fucking godfather when his daughter got married. Like, you want to bring me fucking bad news on this day. And what a lot of people get confused in the thinking is that you may think that I tell you there are very few people that I tell everything to in life. And you may think that I tell you everything about a situation, but I don't. Because I find that my loves are very personal to me. And so to find out on a holiday where I'm missing my mom and I'm out here and I'm cooking, that one of my friends sat down with one of my, you know, hypothetical former beloveds, and now I'm getting text messages from the girl, so it seemed, that that was a dangerous situation. And and if you knew me a little bit better, you might have wanted to tell me that up front, that perhaps maybe he was back on social media, because him and I were still connected on social media. How did she find me? How did she she find all this information? Now I got to look like, is you a snitch, bitch? I don't know what's going on. Girl Code would tell me that, no, maybe hypothetically it wasn't okay for you to go to dinner and sit down with this motherfucker after he played you, after he said that he wasn't fucking with y'all, after you've lived in the same city as this motherfucker for all this time and he never went and saw y'all. So now I got to look at y'all relationship and say, hmm, right? Not that I care. 
because now he's put himself in a category. And then when I asked you as a woman, okay, so you let him sit there and you say that, what did you say in my defense? And you said, I just listened. Nah, ma, that's not that's not what friends do. I don't let nobody talk about my friends. I don't give a fuck if you right or wrong. I don't let nobody, and my track record proves that. I have an issue with a girl right now that, you know, I worked with. I You know, she was a nice young lady, whatever, whatever. She was talking about somebody that I knew personally. I'm not going to allow it, not on any level. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if it was right or wrong. Hey, you fucking killed 15 baby chickens and monkeys. Hey, guess what? You killed 15 baby chickens and monkeys. That's my fucking friend. So what? That's what we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We kill chickens and monkeys. We don't. But I'm just saying, so well, hypothetically speaking, you know, what you don't understand is that the minute that you engage in any type of activity, any man will tell you, the minute that they know they can keep a secret with you, they can fuck you. That's what any man will tell you. So I'm wrong, right, which which makes me a very dangerous person. But my thing is, is if you're going to sit down and break bread with people, make sure that you let that motherfucker know that you was going to ride with me with a machete and a fucking purge mask on to this motherfucker's house at Sugar Crystal Court. Didn't give a fuck whether the fiancé, the girlfriend, or anybody answered the door. Make sure who you breaking bread with, dude. Right? You down there in Houston, Mr. Billy. Make sure that before you go breaking bread with people, this isn't a motherfucker that wasn't on my squad in my cult that was going to come down there and see about you. Right? She was willing to ride with me on you. But y'all want to sit down and have dinner. That's what's up. That's cool. I just would have liked to known in advance so I can make sure that I blocked everybody. And I know my people's going to get upset with me because I shouldn't be talking about other dudes because it's not really important. Just like clearly my friendships are not really important. And the reason that I couldn't say anything the other day is because I have to equally, I have to be equally yoked across the board. This is a public flogging. I couldn't say anything to you the day that I spoke to you, Jahari, because of the fact that I'm sitting here with my family getting bad news. I don't want to get bad news with my good wine. I don't want to get bad news on a holiday about somebody that I thought was very close to me and very sacred to me that then to find out that you guys double sneaked each other. So both y'all really, y'all both really deserve each other's friendships, even though y'all are not really friends. Because he said some shit, and you said some shit, and that's what it is. So I wish y'all well, you know. And for the record, he could never, ever, ever be my friend ever again in life. And the reason that I made him take the plea deal to leave me the fuck alone was because I didn't want to hurt him, right? And I don't want to be hurt. Y'all think I'm this big monster, right? I got feelings, too. And so respectfully so, Right. It wasn't my place on Thanksgiving to hear that. And especially since it happened two fucking weeks ago, I've been around girls. Right. That back in the day and I'm never wrong. I'm always 100 percent right. I had a girlfriend. We went out of town. Fuck it. I'm going to just say we went to Mexico. I took her there. She graduated. And I don't give a fuck because at this point, you know, y'all got to explain that shit in your own life. And I see her fucking her best friend's baby dad. No condom, raw dogging. So I'm in the room throwing condoms at them. They fucking in my bed in Mexico that I fucking paid for because I'm not the type of friend that type to friends, right? Your secret is safe with me. But since we're not friends and since you can see it within your heart to go and make sure that you, you learn to be a better friend now that we're not friends, fuck it. Let's, let's just let everybody know because I air all my business. So now it's time for me to air everybody else's shit. Fuck that. So we in Mexico. She goes, 
and um, she fucks dude. She didn't fuck him one time. She rolled over, fucked the motherfucker again in the morning. And now I got to sit here and be privy to the shit because that's my motherfucking friend. That's how deep my loyalties run that I sat and I wouldn't even eat at the table with a motherfucker. I will not break bread with a broad that I know some fucked up shit about. I can't do it. So people used to always think that I had a problem with her friend. No, I have a problem that my friend fucked your man. That's the problem that I have because I'm not a fake bitch. So I can't sit there. Girl Code 101 tells me I can't sit there and be buddy-buddy with you because then if you find out, I, I, I got to get a punch in the face for that because that shit was wrong. But you're not my friend. She is. So I kept that shit a secret until motherfuckers started looking at me like like it was me that had done something or I'm just crazy or I just don't like you. No, it's not that I don't like you. That's my girl. She fucked your man. What you want me to do? There's nothing I can do. I can't be your friend. I can't be close to you. I can't come to your baby shower because I'm not dirty like that. I'm never going to sit there and just be able to be that broad to just sit there and just spew that bullshit, right? So you fucked with him. Then the dude tells on himself. Tells that he fucked you, right? Tells that he fucked the girl, right? And then she lies, and I'm just sitting here like, please don't ask me. Please don't, because now we got to fight. So when you my friend, right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Loyal to the motherfucking soil. It doesn't matter. You don't do grimy shit like that. I'm going to tell you another situation. I was fucking with this dude back in the day, and... um. I've noticed that this chick, this is what I mean when I say the 716, we're a little bit different. Because we know that you will get throat punched for fucking with one of ours. I don't give a fuck if I was a fetus. You're not allowed to talk to nobody that I used to fuck with. And you're especially not allowed to sit up there and break bread with motherfuckers that talk shit about me. I don't even let nobody talk about my dude. And I know sometimes he ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I know sometimes that he has done some shit in the past, but it don't matter to me because you're not going to do it to me. We are two different kind of fucking species. So if you choose to mess with that kind of girl that didn't give a fuck about you enough to tell you, babe, you don't got to do that or stop or what are you doing, fucking with chicken nugget ass bras or whatever, whatever, then I can't help you. But Girl Code 101 lets me know that just because he treated you like that, he's not going to treat me like that. If we're not friends, I don't give a fuck about you. Okay, if you don't bag my groceries at Walmart, I don't give a fuck about you. If you ain't doing my eyebrows, I don't give a fuck about you. Okay, but what I will say is this, the fact that you got a motherfucker that was engaged and then he's willing to dip out with you and then you willing to dip out on your man so that y'all can go sit down and have a conversation about each other. And that was somebody that I cared very deeply for. And then he's walking around talking shit about me, talking about I'm a sore subject. That's not fucking cool. You know what's a sore subject? If I would have shot you in your fucking chest, that would have been a fucking sore subject. If you would have stabbed that motherfucker with the machetes that I bought, that would have been a sore subject. So make sure when you're talking about me that you talk about your involvement in plotting some bullshit that was going to go down at Sugar Crystal Court. Okay? Don't fucking do that. And I have to publicly do this to you because of the fact that that shit is hurtful, okay? I'm the last motherfucker on planet Earth that anybody should ever want to hurt. And it's hard to hurt me because you can't get that close to me, right? And so I feel like, no, I didn't address you the other day because I'm in shock because I have never dealt with, since maybe like 15, 20 years ago, I had a situation with old girl, she would tell me she she would see my ex. And I'm thinking, damn, how y'all was at Carabana and y'all seen each other? She was Asian. She was cute. And um, she used to cheer for the Jill. She probably listening. I don't give a fuck. And then come to find out, 
the night that we was all out, I was living out of town anyway. Motherfucker tried to kill me, so I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck what you do. I hope he try to kill you too. So it comes out. He was like, oh, you weren't saying that when we were together. What you broads don't fucking understand is these motherfuckers are just as sinister as we are. You think that they not trying to hurt me through you? You think that a motherfucker really sat down and broke bread with you because he really gave a fuck about how you was doing and he ain't gave a fuck whether you died in a flood or whether you died in natural childbirth? And all this time, he ain't gave a fuck. Now he gives a fuck. Now all of a sudden he's back on social media. I am a narcissist, so nothing is ever about you. Everything is always about me, except for when it comes to my beloved. So therefore, because I considered him in such high esteem, and I said this to him because, you know, I had to send him, you know, a, a message and let him know, you know, why are you sitting here breaking bread with motherfuckers that was going to ride on you at your house with purge masks and machetes? We didn't give a fuck who answered the door. I asked you, was you down? You say, yeah. Now you got me out here looking stupid because I'm sitting here wishing you a super fucking happy birthday, which I'm sure he was online looking at that laughing and shit like, yeah, ha ha, because she was just hanging out with me and I know Denise don't know. Now had you told me, I wouldn't have gave a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I would have asked you, how's he look? How's he, you know, how's he doing? But you didn't want to tell me, right? So now you got me out here looking crazy in a dangerous situation where a motherfucker, you think he don't know my office address? He don't know my home address. He knows my office address. That's dangerous. Coming from a motherfucker that stopped talking to somebody and then months later tried to kill her. Am I saying that he's capable of that? No. But am I saying that me and him was just a little bit different? Yeah. And again, I apologize to my people because I know he's listening and I don't want him to feel like this is something that's still plaguing me because I don't give a fuck about nobody but this dude right now. But the reason I give a fuck about this dude is because I'm willing to forgive anything that he did. He just don't want me to be upset. And that's more than what I could say for a lot of these dudes that I've messed with over the years. This dude just want to see me happy. He just want to see me win. That's all. You know what I mean? And so when I talk about other dudes, he feels some type of way because he's like, we're not there yet where I have that bomb with you where, you know what I'm saying, it's not like that. We're going on our first, you know, little tour, our first little road trip soon. You know, we celebrating some shit together. So, that's what's more enamoring to me than to have to hear about some bad news on a holiday. Nobody takes into consideration the shit that I go through on a daily basis. I get hate mail every single day. I get girls emailing me telling me they on drugs every single day. I got ex-girlfriends trying to fucking be the epitome of me every single fucking day. Ex-girlfriends come to me because they know I don't talk shit about my dudes. I want you to f fucking suffer and feel it on your own. Girl code, rule number 787. Don't warn the next broad about the next du about dude. No, let the bitch suffer. No, 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 no. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you all this crazy shit like, yeah, he did this to me and he did that and he did this. No, nah, I'm not going to tell you none of that. Nope, I want you to fucking do it. I want you to figure out what the fuck you're going to do because at the end of the day, it is what it is. He's going to do the same shit to you. Men don't change their patterns, okay? Mm. Can men change? Yes. But can they change their patterns? No. You have to give them a new pattern. You over here still on checkers and shit. I'm over here on Masoni pattern. We not the same. So he's not going to do to me the same shit that he's going to do to you. It would never work. You know what I'm saying? So my whole situation is the fact that, 
you know, silence is never misunderstood. So you could take that however. And, and my, my, my very, you know, it really brings to light the fact that my very best friend in the whole entire world, besides the Jesus, is Kendra. And it's because Kendra is very clear about who I am. And we think the exact same motherfucking way. It might not be right, <laughs> but us 716 girls, we have a different way of thinking. You know, I don't have to worry about, you know, what, and you should never worry about anything when it comes to your man or any of your beloveds or whatever, whatever. Like, she came and told me some shit that was completely irrelevant the other day just because it has something to do with one of the dudes that I wrote a chapter about in the book. She was like, I've never seen this before. I'm just telling you because it popped up. That's a friend because she's letting me know. I don't know how they found you or how they found me. I'm very private. Somebody in South America, you know, that I, that I deal with, on a business level, was trying to, but he lives in Chicago, was trying to get a hold of me. He said something about Facebook. I said, I don't really give out my Facebook because that's for close friends and family. That's why I kept it under my maiden name. My last name ain't Scott. Come on now. That's my maiden name. Am I still married? No, but I kept my married name, which means that I don't want to be found. So for someone to be able to get that close to me, to be able to do some shit like that, the, here's what my mama used to tell me. My mama used to say, if you can't come back and tell me, then that means you shouldn't have did the shit. If your father wouldn't be upset, you know, wouldn't be happy about it, you shouldn't have did the shit. If your child, you know, you shouldn't want to know about it, you shouldn't have did the shit. Okay? So the fact that you waited weeks to come and tell me something, that could have been pivotal. And now I got to wake up to some text messages from some girl with these photos and shit. I didn't even talk to dude in months and months at a time. We, you know, we left it and it was good. You know, I thought we was cool. You know what I'm saying? If I talk about you because I'm upset, that might be the Malbec talking. That might be the Shiraz talking. But don't ever think that you are a part of my every day-to-day life, that I give a fuck about you enough to sit up there and be hurt by anything that you did i'll hurt me before you hurt me hence why i offered the plea deal hence why i said why don't you just stop talking to me so that you know and these are the reasons why you should just stop okay these are the reasons why you should stop talking to me and then you're going to agree to it and leave me the fuck alone and so he did and that's what we did but now i find out motherfuckers is going to couples counseling and shit like that you and and the funny thing is is what women don't understand is that we have patterns too so when i posted jahari let me tell you how i knew that something was wrong and i could show you a text message where i sent to somebody and i said jahari is the mole and i'm calling you out because this is what i would this is a public flogging this is what i would do to anybody that did this to me so what you did was i posted the picture where what i said to her was basically you know what I said, and I was like, look, little girl, I don't know you, whatever, whatever. And you said, wow, I hope he's okay. Pause. I don't give a fuck if that motherfucker fell off a dirt bike with no goddamn helmet on. Okay? I don't give a shit. Girl code states that you're supposed to be like, that's right. Okay? This is not a groupthink issue. This is not. This is a cult here. This is a way of life. When I say I'm in the van, that's what I mean. That means I protect anybody. That's coming for anybody that I feel is, is me or mine. So when you made the decision to rightfully neglect to tell me that y'all went to dinner and that, you know, and I told my dude about this. I told him, and he was like, why you care? I don't care. I more cared about the fact that it was my homegirl that neglected to tell me this for weeks, talking about she texts me, knowing I sleep with my phone on my hip because I'm a mother, okay? I'm a mom, right? So girl code would suggest to me, 
if you didn't tell me, why would you keep that a secret? That doesn't even make sense. Now, I'm not even going to get into whether I think y'all fuck, because at this point, he could never speak to me ever again. And I've specifically told him, I said, I hope that you die slowly. Okay? Because he could never speak to me ever again. Because for you to sit up there and talk shit about me with the same mouth that you used to put on me, that doesn't make sense. And I wouldn't do that. I talk about my feelings. I don't talk about how you ain't shit or whatever, whatever. I talk about my feelings about a certain situation if I'm hurt. And that's what I do. So as a woman, for you not to be able to relay that message like, well, you know what, I think she was hurt too, or I think that this, this, and this, but I'm pretty sure that she's moved on, she's happy now where she is, that's all I would ever want for anybody to be when they stop fucking with me is happy. Your own man didn't even know that you went out to, 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 to be with him. That's fucked up. So Girl Code says this. If you can't tell your man that you're going out with another man, that's not your man. You know better. You older than me, ma. Come on now. You can't do shit like that. And then sit up there and talk about how you're unhappy and how you're upset because your fiance, your, your boyfriend's hygiene and he don't do this and he don't do that. And I told you. I told you. I said, listen, you ain't got no problems. He ain't spending money in strip clubs. I said, he ain't going out. He ain't cheating as far as you know. You ain't got no problems. Me, I got a problem with the one I'm dealing with because I can't claim this motherfucker. Okay? He has a whole nother situation. So I was trying to give you the perspective as a woman to say maybe you should be grateful for what you have. Because some of us don't even have that. He goes out, you know, your man goes out, he works his ass off every day. I'm thankful that my dude don't ask me for nothing. I'm thankful that he's excited to, to, to come out of town with me and to hang out with me. I'm thankful I have never had to pull my wallet out or that this motherfucker's not a bum and he's never asked me to do nothing for him which makes me want to do everything for him because he never asked me to do nothing. So you think that I would trade that to deal with this bullshit? I would not. And how do you know that my dude didn't pick up the phone when, when, when a broad is, is texting me about some dude that I ain't even talked to in months? That's not right. It's not fair. And you got to get something for that. That shit was fucked up, and you're too old to be out here acting like you don't know the fucking girl code. Again, it might just be the 716. I could be fucking wrong, but we don't do shit like that up here. If you don't like that motherfucker, I don't like that motherfucker, and that's just what it is. Now, I'm going to cut to a song that's making me feel good right now, and then we're going to get right back with the bullshit. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I couldn't wish I was a kid again. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I couldn't wish I was a kid Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I couldn't wish I was a kid Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I couldn't wish I was a kid I remember back in the days when I was just a little nigga. I looked up to my bigger bro, begged if I could kick it So when he went out with girls, I could go tagging along Nagging if she had a sis, maybe could mac a baby hood rack Y'all remember way back then, when it was 1985 All the way live, I think I was about 10 One of those happy little niggas, thinking the blues That be always trying to bag with the shag and karate Saying, yo mama black, his mama this, his mama that Then he get mad and want to 
rap we stay mad about Ten minutes and it's like back on the bike To play hide and go get it with the younger host By the bungalows Then switch to playing ding dong ditch When that gets old and too cold to hack it Threw on a bomber jacket You can tell the ballers just they bell wearing yourselves And if they really had money raised Before you came And all the girls had they turkey sling If it broke then they made earrings to it like they meant to do it, but sometimes I still sit and reminisce and think about the years I was raised back in the day. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid. 
that's how I was feeling like back in the day when I was young. I'm not a kid anymore. So here's the thing. So now, you know, my people, she's texting me and she says, you know, I didn't know that you felt this way. Jahari's texting me. She says, I didn't know that you felt this way and I did tell you. She sends me the screenshot where she told me that she was going out to meet with the dude that's engaged that is in a relationship or whatever. One of my old, one of my old boos. And the funny thing is, is I, you know, I get all text messages, emails, everything. And so if I didn't respond, so how do we go from, I don't speak to Billy to, I'm about to go meet up with your boy. So although I appreciate the gesture of you sending the snapshot, that doesn't change the fact that you told me that he dissed the fuck out of you like 10 times before that. Then he dissed your ass again and didn't show up that particular time. And then when you after the fact, I wouldn't allow a motherfucker that I was dicking down to diss me on several occasions and I live in the same motherfucking city he's in and then turn around and say, and then for him to be like, oh, it's okay. So now what the fuck do you think I think? Come on, Ma, let's not be stupid. Girl Code 101. Why was it so important for you to go meet up with one of my old boos, one of my old hoes, to talk about your current boo when you grown as fuck and you should already know what the fuck you need to be doing? I don't need to consult with nobody about what I need to do with me and my man. That is a fact. Now, I might sit there and I might listen to friendly advice or whatever, whatever, but Denise is going to do what the fuck Denise want to do. Nobody's opinion matters to me. So my whole thing is, you went there, and then you say he didn't talk bad about me. Why are you defending this motherfucker? Why are you defending him? That's the shit that pisses me off. This is not girl code 101. This is bitch assness code 12, man down. Don't defend none of my motherfucking Negroes against me, okay? That motherfucker was wrong. That motherfucker hurt people. He didn't just hurt one chick. He didn't just hurt two chicks. He hurt a bunch of bitches. And you want to sit there and defend this motherfucker, you go stand on that side of the motherfucker road. You understand what I'm saying? There is no medium with me. You fuck with me, you stuck with me, and that's it. And then when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. I'm done with trying to explain to you, bros, how the fuck you supposed to act. You're not supposed to go to another Negro and talk about your Negro. I want to talk about something with my man. I'm going to go and talk to him about it. That's why me and him butt heads all the fucking time. And I tell him, who you want me to ask about this then? I got to ask you because I want to know. We're still getting to know each other. Don't tell me that you want to have a discussion about this. You should have wanted to have a discussion before you took your ass in a car and went to fucking dinner. Now, my whole squad looking at y'all motherfuckers like, y'all crazy, like, you sure they ain't fuck around shit? I don't know. I don't trust neither one of you motherfuckers. Because you already dealing with a dude that would cheat on a bitch that he say he loves so much. She's my favorite person in the world, right? But when you with me, you feel like a little kid and you feel like it's this and it's that. You did tell me that motherfucker dogged me out. I'm not a sore subject for any man that I've ever dealt with. They fucked up, not me. I am loyal to the motherfucking soil. When I went through my divorce, I waited until them papers were signed months later before I even got up with with the dude that I ended up with for eight, nine years, okay? Because I felt like on some level God was going to punish me because it was still cheating. That's why I don't play that married woman shit. I don't play that married man shit. Girlfriend, boyfriend, I don't give a fuck about your girl. She don't bag my groceries. She don't do my eyebrows. I don't give a fuck, Okay? But at the end of the day, you knew, you knew. That's why you didn't tell me. And then you talk about you didn't know that he was back online. Motherfucker, you put me in a dangerous position. You don't know how me and that motherfucker ended. You don't know what went on between me and him either. I told you what I wanted you to know. Because certain things with me are sacred. 
That's why I would never put the dude that I'm with right now on blast like that. Never. I don't give a fuck if he burned my house down, he tore up an apartment building, my, I wouldn't care. I would never do that to him. Because I know that he's not that type of motherfucker. So all that you guys just proved to me in Girl Code and Guy Code 101 is that, and, and, and on his level, why would you want to sit up there? How would you feel if Tristan found out that you went out to dinner with Billy? I don't think he would like it, but I'm not the type of Negro that would type the Negro. I'm not the type of broad that's going to sit up there and send him an email that is attached to the email that you sent me disrespecting the fuck out your own man. You came to me about it as a female, and I told you, you ain't got no problems with that dude. But that wasn't enough for you. You had to go and fuck with something that was mine, that I no longer care to deal with. I don't want to talk about it. Okay? So you want to know what the fucking monster looks like? This is her. And now you go stand on the other side of the fucking street with your conquest, just like I wrote in the book when the bitch did it to me before. I don't give a fuck whether y'all fucked. I don't care if you sucked his balls in this fucking yellow truck. I don't give a fuck what you did. What you did was fucking wrong. Anything that you got to keep a secret is not right, and it's fucking wrong. I don't keep secrets. I don't keep secrets from my fans. I don't keep secrets from my family. I don't keep secrets from my man. My life is literally an open motherfucking book. An open book. And there is a reason for that, because people can hurt you with secrets. You don't think that at some point that motherfucker was going to get it in him to tell me that he went out? You don't think that he was going to get We could have been friends, me and him, after this, maybe a year or so later. I have ties in Houston, Texas. I love Houston. But because of this shit, I don't trust neither one of you. And I wish death on both you motherfuckers, because that's what you would have me be. Got me out here looking fucking stupid and shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know better. You're too fucking old, Jahari, to be going doing shit like that. You got a man that's 15 years younger than you that loves the shit out of you, that ain't cheating on you, and you want to go fucking talk to one of my old bitches and go, and go sit up with one of my old hoes and have conversations and shit. Don't bring my name up. When you got done, a real friend would have been in a car in a parking lot like, yo, just guess what just happened? Because then I maybe could have been like, okay, well, maybe this shit just happened. No, you told me he dissed the fuck out of you the week before. Then y'all made plans to do it a week again. So where was my text message for that? So you can sit there and say you grown, you can do whatever you want, and you don't gotta you don't gotta notify me on shit. Nah, but let's notify his girlfriend though. Did he know that you was he you was gonna ride with me to kill his ass? Did he know that? Okay. Do his girlfriend know? Because if his girlfriend don't know, then that just proves that he's doubly not shit. And I'm so glad that I'm not with this motherfucker. And I told you how the fuck I felt about it. So I don't give a fuck about anything that I say online. You know that what was going on between me and him. That was just the tip of the iceberg. So whatever feelings I told you, that was just 10% of it. Right? So I had to let it go. It was too much. Right? So now I'm invested in somebody else. So imagine how the fuck he feels. He got to watch me sit there, and I got to tell him about this shit because this is some shit that's affecting me, and I'm with him. That's just not fair. You know, he thinks there's something still going on. It's not. I'm like, babe, look, I, I haven't even seen this dude since, since August. You know? So what you got to understand is you chose your side when you chose to keep a secret from me. You don't keep secrets from me. I don't do that to y'all, especially something from somebody who's so fucking paranoid. 
I'm paranoid as fuck that someone's going to come back and do something to me. You read the fucking book. You should know that this right here is a non-motherfucking negotiable. And it's not about whether I think y'all fuck. I really don't care. That's not my dude. I'm concerned with what my dude is doing right now. I'm not concerned with what Billy's doing in Texas with his fiance, who might have broke up with him, who decided that she wanted to text me and send me photos of them together to, for whatever reason. But what people don't understand is you can't hurt my feelings because I ain't got no motherfucking feelings. When I'm done with the situation, I'm done. I mourn the loss of that relationship. And so for you to say that y'all just went and hung out a couple weeks ago and shit like that, that's bullshit. You violated. Just like when I was in Mexico and that girl, she violated. When she And I don't play that. I don't like a motherfucker. You don't like him either. That's 716 shit right there. You, my, my dude don't like somebody's shit. I don't like the motherfucker either. Unless it's my motherfucking family. You don't like that. You don't like him? Nope. All right. Then I don't like that motherfucker either. Mm-mm. I know that sounds childish as fuck, but I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? We all have our burdens to bear. We all got our crosses to bear. But what I'm not going to do is sit around and be with a bunch of sneaky-ass fucking snakes, and I'm so glad. You know, it it almost hurts me, the fact that I'm 100% right in 100% of the situations. And that's what makes me just want to go harder for the man that I'm with now because I know I'm 100% right about him because I'm never wrong, you know? And I said this like two weeks ago. I was telling Kendra, I said, Jahari's the mole. Yeah, you are the mole because you're the motherfucker that I can't trust. I don't fuck with motherfuckers that I can't trust. So that don't mean that we can't eat a taco and we can't have a drink. But the, the extent of the relationship is going to be like, hey, how you doing? I'm great. Boom, fine. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Happy Jehovah. Whatever. And as far as him, he's dead to me. He could never speak to me ever again. Because he knows the type of relationship that we had. That was something that even you didn't know about. Okay? So when a motherfucker's sitting up there talking about his hopes and dreams and attributing this and attributing that. So, no, he didn't know that me and you was close like that. But at the end of the day, why wouldn't he know? Right? If he was my friend, you would have told him. If you was my friend, you would have sat at that table and been like, wait a minute. And he did talk bad about me. You told me that he did. And you did say, fuck Billy. When, when you said, you know what, when you came down here and he didn't come see you and he was talking all that shit, don't let that motherfucker sit there and talk all that shit to you. And then why, why did you not say, well, you know what, you sitting up here talking all that shit, but then when she came back down, you was with her for three days. Took her to the same restaurant you take your, your fiancé to. Why you ain't say that? Huh? Why you, why, why you didn't defend me? I don't let no, listen to me, my track record speaks for itself. I don't let nobody talk about nobody that I know. Not personally, and they're not there. You know, you want to talk shit about Denise? Cool. Call her on the phone and tell her. I bet you you won't because I'll burn that motherfucker's house down. And it's not because I care. It's because you don't disrespect what we had. So I feel like both of y'all have disrespected certain levels of relationships that I've had with both of you, and then y'all have to get debted. I have no place in my life for people that don't know the code, you know? Just like that would be wrong of me to email Tristan with the email that you sent me of the snapshot of you disrespecting him and show him that I saw it too. That's embarrassing. And I told you, I very specifically, I could post what the fuck I said. I said, you can't talk to men like that. So for as mean as people think that I am, I know how to deal with a man. Okay? I know how to deal with men. And that was not the way. And I told you that. Okay? I'm always on the side of what's right and what's pure. This was not right and this was not pure. If the shit don't feel right to me, I'm not going to do it. I don't give a fuck where we at. 
okay? I have no business having business dinners, business meetings with anybody that fucked over one of my friends. And you can't even sit there and say that that was your homeboy. You've been living in the same city with that motherfucker for over a year. You ain't never been to his house, but I have. You see what I'm saying, how you don't make sense? That motherfucker didn't give a fuck about y'all. Clearly, he didn't. He called you when he fucking feel like it, like you a side chick friend or some shit. And you allow it. I don't allow that type of fucking behavior from him. Okay? And let me tell you something. There was a lot of loving energy there. There was a lot of love there, right? Because this is somebody that we, we crushed on for years. And for that to be ruined because you don't want to tell. You don't think that he thought that you was going to come back and tell me that? This man has no response for me. He has no response for me because he knows now that shit looks fucked up. So not only is he not shit for dealing with me and doing the shit that he did with me that you have no idea and you will never know the shit that we've done. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's not your business. So for you, Billy, I thought we was better than that. So you want to sit there and say that, you know, I dogged you out, all this other shit, like I told you. I said, but you don't, you don't, you don't recognize the, the good shit that I did say about you. Only thing I've ever said about you is you want to be a miserable motherfucker. You don't choose happiness. I choose happiness. That's why I'm with the person I'm with. And let me say this again. I'm apologizing publicly. Babe, I'm so sorry if you're listening because it, it just it had to come out. Because if it wasn't going to come out, then me and you was going to be sitting there because I got an attitude and you're going to be like, what's wrong? And I'm be like, nothing because I'm not supposed to talk about it, whatever, whatever. But that's the kind of relationship that I have with him. He's thorough. Right. And that's why none of you broads will ever be able to come between that because he's thorough. If any of you ever texted the dude that I'm with now and was like, yeah, let's go down to eat. He'd be like, hey, you see your girl tried to t- <laughs> try to holler at me because he's that conceited. He think everybody want to talk to him. But at the end of the day, I appreciate that more than a sneaky motherfucker that's going to sit up there. and Y'all thought y'all was making moves and shit. You don't think that these let me tell you something about men. Guy code 101. A man want to always have one up on the last broad that he fucked with because he wants to hurt her. So while you're running around sitting there thinking that everything is about you and that you have succeeded in some kind of way in the friendship circle or whatever, whatever, it was never about you. The motherfucker is still doing shit to try to hurt me. Why would he talk about me to you? It doesn't make sense. See, I'm different. I'll talk about y'all live on air because I don't give a fuck and because I know he's listening. What the fuck you doing listening to my show? If you over it, if you want to be happy, you know, just like you told me he was going to, you know, couples counseling. That's what's up. But as a woman who was in psychotherapy and somebody that majored in neuroscience and psych, you don't think that girl code would have allowed you to tell me that shit when it happened so that when I got the text message, I would have known what that was for? When you go to counseling, the first thing they want you to do is they want you to purge. They want you to, to, to get everything out. Typically, they do an exercise with social media where they say, if you guys really are going to make it, give each other the passwords of social media. And I should know because I created one of those programs when I was in those group therapy sessions with those kids that I used to counsel, right? So what you don't know is when you did that and you didn't tell me, then I realized that he's on social media and he's still, you know, quote, unquote, my friend on social media. You put me in a dangerous, freak out fucking position. And I will not allow that. I will never, ever, ever let anybody get that close to me to be able to hurt me the way that I have been hurt in the past. And I'm not talking about on a mental level. I'm talking about on a physical level. You don't know what the fuck these liar-ass motherfuckers' mindsets are when you leave a motherfucker alone. See, and that's my gift. It's called the cold turkey. Girl cold. 
rule number 792. When you're done with a motherfucker, be done with him. Don't go back and keep, you know, dipping into the sampler platter and all that other shit. When you're done with a motherfucker, cut his ass off. That's it. But the men that I deal with, they don't understand that because we were so close, right? Like, if I try to cut my dude off right now, he'd be like, man, you tripping. Stop playing. And we'd be right on the phone the next day. He could go, we could go to jail. We could be in a hospital, and we're going to be right back together the next day. Is that healthy for us? Yes. Because that's how we communicate. We're passionate. Has he put me in the hospital? Hell no. Would I put him in the hospital? Hell no. Because we don't keep secrets. We don't lie. We're very upfront about everything. And that's the kind of friend that I need. That's girl code. And if you didn't know it, now you know. Don't feel bad, Jahari, that you did what you did. And don't feel bad, Billy, because you, you, you did what you did. You did what was to be expected from niggers. That's what you did. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't I wasn't right or wrong about neither one of you. I just can't fuck with neither one of you. That's what it is. I can't I can't keep people in my circle and it's really sad because at the end of the day, Jahari, you knew better. And Billy, you know what you know what it was. You can sit there till you blew in the face and say whatever you want to say. You know what it was. And I would have loved to have been your friend later on, but you're a sneaky motherfucker and you're a dirty ass dude. So I don't do that. I'd rather stick with what the fuck I got and deal with the people that I'm dealing with because I know that they have my best interest and I know that they care about me, and I know that they love me, and they would never do anything to intentionally hurt me. And I feel like that's what y'all did. And that's not part of girl code, you know, because I'm the last motherfucker you should be wanting to hurt when it comes to girl code, because I'm the first one in the van, the first one ready to go out here and just shoot everybody up for the sake of talking about my people. People, look, look, when my brothers go through it, they don't call the police, they call me. When my family go through it, they don't call the bank, they call me. When the, when the people that I work, when they going through it, they don't they don't go upstairs. They come to me. So you guys gotta understand that you know I take this loyalty shit seriously, and I feel like loyalty was not shown to me, so loyalty's not gonna be shown to none of y'all. That's why I use your names. I don't give a fuck, Sugar Crystal Court. I say your address on air. What the fuck you gonna do about it? Nothing. So I just feel like you know that shit was wrong, and everybody should know the difference between what's right and what's wrong. If you 40-some years old and you don't know that it's not okay to sit down with a motherfucker, you can't say that he was my your friend too because he really wasn't. He really wasn't. He ain't give a fuck about y'all. He told y'all y'all couldn't even stay in his house when when you moved there. You know, that's that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? If somebody is really your friend, you're going to be like, oh, well, let me make sure that, you know, they got a place to be and, you know, this, that, and the third. When y'all moved down there, y'all was on y'all own. That motherfucker didn't give a fuck if y'all drowned or not. You know, so now y'all can go and be friends. Y'all can have peace. Y'all can do whatever y'all fucking want to do, but you're going to keep me the fuck out of it. I don't want to have nothing to do with none of y'all motherfuckers because I just don't get down like that. I just really, I just really don't. And so, unfortunately... You know, it's just nothing I could do. There's nothing you're going to able be able to make me do um, to make me say, like, oh, it's cool and you can, because I learned that betrayal comes from those that you least expect it from. But I kind of expected this because, you know, some of y'all ain't shit. And that's honestly how I feel about it. But now with the weather getting cold, I'm going to play one of my favorite fabulous tracks and we are getting ready to release some new shit on the zero fucks line make sure y'all go to my website www.stayinyourlane123.com if you're not following me on instagram i'm at miss.d.scott and on my twitter at dmsst93 some of y'all tried to call in for girl code 101 but i was on a roll but guess what we're gonna be gone for the winter Belly <laughs> 
Lungs full of smoke, clips in the ashtray Reminiscing on the past days Back before a nigga went cold Back before a nigga stole a soul Yeah. 